0: Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's just gone past eight PM down here in this uh, wonderful studio in Alice Springs, and it is me, Freddy, the Love Bug. How are you going out there in this wonderful world? The time has just gone past eight PM for the third time this evening. Um, I am just so excited. If you didn't catch there just before, you probably would have realized that was a vuvuzela, of course, the traditional instrument used at the twenty ten. World Cup in South Africa. So, why do you think I'm playing with a vuvuzela? Well, ladies and gents, what do you think? What do you think? Um, <laughs> if you are a fan of the uh, love bug on the Facebook, you would have realised, if not um, previously during the week, um, before today, you would have definitely realised today that the love bug definitely has the fever. He's got the fever for the World Cup, of course. Hope you've been getting into it, listeners. Uh, it has been pretty awesome out there. A couple of minnows getting up over the uh, Old Faithful. I know um, Italy had a bit of an upset against Costa Rica during the week. Um, well, was was no upset, but Germany, abs- Germany absolutely trounced Portugal. And, there's, and of course, um, we can't forget Australia's efforts against the Dutch and that wonder goal uh, by Tim Cahill. Um, but yes, ladies and gents, I've got the fever. I hope you can have the fever too for the next uh, 50 to 55 minutes on this show. To kick off tonight's proceedings, ladies and gents, what we're going to listen to here is a bit more of the traditional side of things. So I've started the show with a bit of a trio of traditional uh, World Cup-themed songs. And then after that, we're going to jump into well a little tribute to a, a recent fallen friend of ours. And then, um, I guess it 's all uh, open slather as far as the song list goes, so please um, stay with us because it 's going to be an absolute um, joyride on the love bug okay, so stay with us. the first one i 'm going to listen to, however, you are never going to get me playing a song by this well these these next two um, two artists, except for when the World Cup is on, and of course. You know, two artists. Who could I be talking about, ladies and gents? Of course, I'm talking about Pitbull featuring Jennifer Lopez. And we can't forget um, that lady starting to see. Um, her name eludes me at the moment. But of course, kicking off the show, ladies and gents, what we've got tonight is, of course, Pitbull featuring Jennifer Lopez and Clara, someone or other. And they're singing the current World Cup theme for 2014 in Brazil. This one is We Are One. So do join us for the fever on the love bug 102.1 HCC. Yeah. Put your flags up in the sky. Very good, very good, ladies and gents. Of course, that was the man himself, Ricky Martin, with uh, La Copa de la Vida. Of course, the cup of life, for those uh, not accustomed to the Spanish tongue. Before that, we had Shakira with Waka Waka, the official song of South Africa 2010. You might have been hearing the old uh, old, uh, Vuvuzela during the Ricky Martin song. And kicking off the show, ladies and gents, was We Are One. By Pitbull featuring Jennifer Lopez. Hello, how are you going? So, World Cup fever, ladies and gents. It's down there in Brazil. Um, yeah, they all say that England's the official, well, unofficial home of association football, but some might say that Brazil are definitely the ones that have mastered it over the last hundred plus years. I mean, uh, how many have they won? Five, I think it is now. They're not looking too good at uh, this current stage. And uh, the namesake uh, striker for Brazil, Fred, is obviously doing uh, a lot worse than what he thought he might be. And, yeah, anyway. Brazil should be going a lot better than what they are sitting on at the moment, ladies and gents. But, yeah, anyway. Brazil, World Cup fever. should be getting into it. Um, I've got a couple of mates over there. Uh, Matty Redding... And of course, uh, Heath, Heath Underwood, I am absolutely uh, envious of the photos you're putting up over the last few days, mate. A few days, last couple of weeks, um, seen a couple of videos of Sumber bands on stage and Heathrow getting right into it. So yeah, well done, well done Heath and uh, hope you're uh, enjoying yourself over there. Obviously seeing that fantastic goal by Timmy Cahill against the Dutch. And, um, yeah, big shout-out as well while I'm at it, going to the Woodville Hockey Club. Of course, it looks like they had their uh, pub call last night. Um, Everyone knows now you don't put put up uh, too many photos from after the second pub, so that's good to see. But, um, yeah, hope you guys uh, really enjoyed yourselves down there. Would have been an awesome night. Now, before I go too further, ladies and gents, it is World Cup love on the love bug. I do usually play love songs uh, at this hour of the week, but of course, we can't forget the fact that the uh, Football World Cup comes around every four years, and as anyone who is a, a good friend of mine would know, I am a bit of a fan of association football, so of course... I would be dedicating this week's show to the World Cup. So I thought I'd share a bit of a... Um, a bit's, it's, well, I'll, show, I'll share with you a couple of stories, ladies and gents, that I've come across over the last week and a half or so of competition. The first one involves a bit of a voodoo magic. Now, um, in the week, a witch doctor who is a native Ghanaian claims that he is, uh, he's the one responsible for Cristiano Ronaldo's recent knee injury. And he's uh, reportedly not going to cease casting black magic spells to ensure that the world's greatest footballer will not be fit for the World Cup in Brazil. Um, yeah, apparently he's suffering a muscle problem of some sort. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and in the statement released by the Portuguese Football Association, it has been revealed that Ronaldo has left leg patellar tendonitis. It's, oof. That's a bit of a woofer. The Real Madrid superstar has been training on his own, away from his teammates, in an effort to build up his strength and recover from the said injury. And, of course, um, Kawaku Bonsam, Bonsam, which means Devil of Wednesday in uh, Ghanaian, is claiming that he is the one behind Ronaldo's latest injury. Bonsam claims that he had created a potion made from special powder. Hello. Maybe the ones that are the um, the big cats on Wall Street were downing in the eighties. If you don't mind, summoned from his gods, combined with other potions, which was swung and dangled above a photo of Ronaldo. I know what Cristiano Ronaldo's injury is about," said Bosem in an interview with uh, Angel Radio Station. "I'm working on him. So there you go, ladies and gents. Bit of. Um, Voodoo magic going on there in this year's Football World Cup. And the other one I read about today, and uh, like I said, I am a bit of a fan, so I do keep tabs on most of the uh, the teams out there. The one I did read about was, of course, between uh, Croatia and I believe it's Cameroon who played against each other. And there was two club teammates that were playing against each other. After the, the game, they decided it would be a good idea to not only share the uh, do the, the common ritual of sharing the shirt, but they also decided to um, swap sh- swap shorts as well. So it's not something you see every day. That would have uh, startled the stewards down there at the stadium, one would think. Now, the next song we're going to get to, ladies and gents, sorry for getting on my high horse with the uh, football stuff here. It's just, I absolutely love it. The next song we're going to get to is, um, well, God Bless His Soul. This next one's by Rick Mayall. Um, It was apparently not going to be released as recent as a couple of weeks before the World Cup in England, but I think it has been released now, and apparently it's made some movement in the charts. So the next one we're going to listen to is by Rick Mayo. Kuman J, God bless your soul. And this one is called Noble England. On the World Cup, love 102.1 ACCC. you are got to love it. Oh, yeah, rock and roll, ladies and gents. Rock and roll, of course. That was, uh, we call that one, It's On Me head, son, not Off Me Ed, son. And that, of course, was uh, by Mike Bassett and two-thirds of Atomic Kitten, and they were um, one kitty short of a litter, apparently. Uh, Before that, we had Bellini with uh, Samba de Janeiro, and kicking off, of course, was uh, Noble England by uh, Mr. Rick Mayall, and uh, God bless his soul, Rick, of course. Uh, The one we just listened to, of course, um, It's On Me Ed Son, Not Off Me Ed Son, was from a famous movie, and if you'd listened to the... um, the lyrics closely enough. The boys are singing there something about on the plane to Brazil, going to touch down, get to the World Cup, that sort of thing. That particular song, ladies and gents, it's from a personal favourite of mine. And, um, you know, if you're a frequent listener of the show, you would have realised that I am quite the um, self indulgent type of guy. But of course, um, that. Was from a movie that I'm a big fan of, and that, of course, was uh, Mike Bassett, England Manager. So, um, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gents, I do suggest getting out there. Um, you know, even if you are kind of the mildest football fan, but yeah, it, it'll be an absolute ripper. Um, I guess one could say the word satire is not um, defined well enough. ...in any other realm except for this film. Woof. Now there's a big quote. Anyway, before we get to the next tune that I'm going to share with you... ...and uh, quite a special tune at that, ladies and gents... um, ...I just thought I'd share with you a special story... ...from the 1966 World Cup. Now, um, for many of you out there would know... um, ...many... People believe that football, association football, is from the UK. And in nineteen sixty six, uh one would say the stars aligned, something or other happened, you know, Brazil were going through a bit of a rough patch, uh Italy was still trying to suss out Catanasio, that sort of thing. Nineteen sixty-six, all the stuff went down. Stars aligned. And of course, Brazil, uh, Brazil did not win the World Cup. England won the World Cup. And, um, you know, there's something about England wearing red and uh, it seems to have some sort of mystical power. Stephen Hawking's actually said that, believe it or not. I, I, I kid you not. I, if you look hard enough on the internet, ladies and gents, you can find that Stephen Hawking believes red is a more um, victorious colour for England. But anyway, getting off the topic there. Anyone who remembers the 66 World Cup, we remember England won the Jules Rimet Trophy. But the trophy itself um, arrived in England under a shroud of, um, what would we say, Se- not secrecy, a shroud of uh, scandal. Now, they say that the, uh, the trophy was on a rare public stamp exhibition. It was it was at the stamp exhibition in the Westminster Central Hall on Sunday the 20th of March 1966 and for some reason or another it vanished. Um and it was just 4 months before the uh World Cup was about to kick off. Um if we go a little bit down here and uh, apparently where here we go. Pickles went out for a walk and uh A little bit along the way, he started sniffing around. The owner says Pickles was sniffing around for some newspaper, and who would you believe? It's a lady holding a plate. And apparently it was the World Cup, of course. And um, uh, the owner received a $6,000 reward, and if you do calculations, in this day and age, it would probably be worth to £169,000. So, some sort of a fine for Pickles. And apparently Pickles died in 1967 when he choked on his lead while chasing a cat. He was buried in his owner's back garden and his collar is on display in the National Football Museum in Manchester. Now, who would have thought putting your hands, uh, putting your fate in the hands of a dog with uh, such a prestigious trophy. But Pickles, you saved the day. So thank you for that. Now... The thing I said we were going to jump onto next, ladies and gents. The thing, the song I said we were going to jump onto. This one is a very, very, very special song. i It's so special, I'm not even going to play the whole thing. Um, now, this is the, one could say, the entrant. Um, the the contribution, one might say. Um, by one, one uh, none other than Samantha Jade. I don't even know who she is. I had a watch of the uh, video on YouTube, and uh, let's just say she's a bit out there. Um, Like I said, ladies and gents, I've played Pitbull, I've played Shakira, and by Jingoes, I've played Ricky Martin on this show, and I'm not even going to play this whole song. So it just gives you just an indication of how cheesy this one might be. So the the very uh, reason why I'm playing this, however, is it's for... The Socceroos. Now, Samantha Jade has penned this one and she said that she's inspired by The Socceroos, okay? This one is simply called Up. So, I hope you can stick around. It won't be for long, I said, ladies and gents. We'll get back to something decent. But this one is, of course, Up by Samantha Jade. So, you get the idea, ladies and gents. Um... Oh, we're gonna just. Oh, ah, I just gotta get the uh, the tune out of my head. Up, 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 up. Oh. I guess it's it's made for young and old to sing along to while they're watching the Socceroos um, fail dismally at the World Cup. But let it be said, truth be told, the Socceroos haven't done too bad. So, um, Samantha Jade, maybe go back to um, whatever it is you're good at. It certainly isn't doing World Cup songs. Leave it to um, Fred Bear. (laughs) He might do a song a bit better than that one. Now, um, let me get on to something a bit better. I hope, ladies and gents, that I haven't alienated a few listeners there. ACCC. People getting into the system there. Um, I hope I haven't alienated any listeners there too much. Um, But. I just thought I'd I'd throw out there what we have to offer, ladies and gents. Um, By the looks of things, it's going to be a bit of an extended show tonight because uh, we're getting on to our more left of centre selection for this evening. The first one we're going to listen to from our left of centre selection. (coughs) When I started the search for uh, these songs a number of days ago, ladies and gents, I uh I found some weird and wonderful songs. Some old, some new, some borrowed, some blue. But uh this one was definitely out there. Now the reason why it was out there, it was less for its it's a it's a pretty catchy tune. It's pretty awesome. The lyrics themselves are oof. well he is a comedian by trade, so I guess one might say uh the lyrics they aren't too serious, but they are certainly Um, appropriate for this current World Cup. Um, Who I'm talking about, ladies and gents, is a young fellow from England by the name of Joe Weller. So if you're on uh, YouTube or iTunes or what have you, certainly put that name into your search engine and see what you come up with. But this one, like I said, do look up the uh, video for it on YouTube. Um, If you are a big footy fan, you will see his... um, his impersonation of such stars as Cristiano Ronaldo Ibrahimovic uh, who else is there uh, goodness me Ibrahimovic da, 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 da. and what well, we can't forget the one that I'm I'm, I'm trying to allude, uh, allude away from but the one he does the best is of course none other than Mario Balotelli for Italy and if you know out there, if he's, <laughs> if you look at the national anthem of the Italian team, Balotelli is distinctly different to the others in his team. And uh, I'll just leave it. I'll leave that one with you, ladies and gents, for you to investigate. So the one we're going to listen to now, um, it is a catchy tune. But like I said, please do look up the video for it because it's an absolute ripper. This one is by Joe Weller. And it is the World Cup song on the Love Bug, 102.1 C. Oh, that's it, ladies and gents. It feels good. It feels good to be the king, one might say. Um, that one just there, the reason why I'm jumping so quick into the musical break is because that last song had some significance to it. Uh, that one there was by a little group by the name of Apollo, but they had some very special guests <coughs> playing with them on that tune. That tune was called, now let me have a go at this one, Gritandole al Gritandole al Viento. Gritandole al Viento. Now, six months of Spanish lessons. I'm going to be absolutely screwed when I go to South America next year, but we'll see how we go. That one was by Apollo, featuring Dalma and... Wait for it. Wait for it. Dalma's father, Diego Maradona. Yes. Diego himself is cleaned up. He's had a bit of a haircut for the film clip. But yes, he is singing on Gritandole al Viento. And... Before that, we, of course, had Joe Weller with the song, the World Cup song, of course. And, of course, I urge you one more time to please get around that film clip. The next song we're going to listen to, ladies and gents, we've got a few more to listen to, so please do stay with us. This next song we're going to listen to is by a Belgian chap by the name of Stromae, S-T-R-O-M-A-E. We're getting pretty exotic here at this time of night, ladies and gents. Um, yes, like I said, this next song is by Stromae and we're about to hear the song called Taffeti. Again, another one I'd like for you to listen or to look up on YouTube because it's an absolute ripper and it features a number of absolute cronies from the Belgian national team, Fellaini and Eden Hazard other ones that I picked. Maybe you can pick out a few more names and let me know. Tafiti On the love bug. It's an absolute ripper. Make sure you pay attention. Action! On the love bug. Oh, such an abrupt end to that song. I always seem to forget. Vamo Chile, vamos Chile. Always does its bit to keep me on my toes. That, of course, was by Negro Pinera. And uh, before that, we had a, uh, a song by an Italian band doing their best to sound like uh, Muse, that wonderful band from Devon in England. Of course, that was Maro. And that was, un amore così grande, I believe, and um, yes, a wonderful tune by that Italian band. But one gets the feeling that they were heavily heavily influenced by Muse. But you know, who's going to uh, fault them for that? Who's who is going to fault them for that? Uh, before that, though, uh, kicking off that trio of songs was Taffetti by Strome. And please, ladies and gents, get around that video clip as well because Strom A, very catchy song, and of course, very, (coughs) excuse me, very uh, amusing video clip as well. Now, I've got maybe two or three more World Cup classics up my sleeve, but before we get back into the tunes, I thought I might share with you one more. Wonderful World Cup legend One might say Now If you're not a big fan of uh, Association football You might not have heard of this next one But Even if you are the slightest fan Just for the For the, the, the whew, Where am I going with this For the um, For the sheer Quirkiness Of this next one The next one we're going to listen to um, World Cup legend It's about Paul Paul who, you might ask? It's, of course, Paul the Octopus. And uh, Mr. Paul was around for a couple of years, but uh, he's sadly not with us anymore. He passed away not long after the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. But he was a common octopus who supposedly predicted the results of association football matches. He made several accurate predictions in the 2010 World Cup, which brought him worldwide attention as an animal Oracle. <coughs> During uh, yeah, certain predictions, Paul's keepers would present him with two boxes containing food. Each box was identical, except for the fact that they were decorated with the different team flags for the comp- competitors of an upcoming football match. Whichever, Paul, whichever box Paul ate from first would be considered his prediction for which team would win the match. His keepers at the Sea Life Centre in Oberhausen, Germany, maintained, main, mainly tasked him with predicting the outcomes of international matches in which the German national team was playing. And uh, apparently Paul, so he had a, rec- a pretty good record. He um, predicted 13 matches. And out of those 13, ladies and gents, Paul predicted 11 correctly. Believe it or not. Who would have thought? Experts have proposed several scientific theories to explain Paul's seemingly pres- pres- prescient, prescient behaviour, ranging from pure luck to the possibility he was attracted to the appearance or smell of one box over another. Ah, <laughs> oh, As fate would have it, the smell of one box over another. Eh? Anyway, we'll get back to it, ladies and gents. I've only got a couple more to go. It is a bumper edition of The Love Bug, but like I said, um, if you are keeping tabs on the Facebook page, you would have seen that uh, me and the Lady Love Bug were heading over to Malaysia to get a couple of cuddles from an orangutan or two, and we're actually even heading over to a, uh, a spot that's renowned for kidnapping. So, who knows, this may be my last um, show for good. And yes, that is the sound of me knocking on wood. The next show, uh, next show, the next song we're going to listen to, ladies and gents, it was a absolute uh, cheesy classic from the Italia 90 World Cup. This one we're going to listen to is called To Be Number One. Please stick around. It's going to be fun. C, your community radio. Oh yes, yes, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, hello, how are you going? If you're still listening out there, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you've just joined us, thanks for joining us as well. Uh, ladies and gents, I um, hope you have enjoyed this last, uh, well, an hour and 15-odd minutes. It's been an absolute treat to be with you. Um, but, yeah, what is it time for now? It's quarter past nine. It's time to say my final goodbyes. Thanks for joining us on this last edition for The Love Bug for quite some time. Uh, It's been an absolute ripper to have presented for you this evening. At this point in time, I'm actually getting (laughs) a bit of a selfie taken with a Vuvuzela in one hand and a glass of red in the other. But yes, um, thank you for joining us this evening It has been a journey through the ages A journey through the genres We've heard a a bit of Muse-esque Music through there Um, Joe Weller sounded a bit like um, What's his face? Ah, it'll come to me later But anyway Thanks for joining us I've had fun uh, giving you all these quirky tidbits About the World Cup About Pickles the dog Paul the octopus um, Old bud that gave Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo a bit of voodoo magic it's been absolutely fun so yeah thanks for joining me I'll be taking a break for a couple of weeks from here on in Um, the reason for that is because I'll be over in Borneo hugging a couple of orangutans, seeing a couple of turtles uh, lay a few eggs so it's going to be good but um, I hope you uh, don't miss me too much out there listeners (laughs) but yeah it should be good Um, The last track I'm going to leave leave with you this evening Is by a couple of comedians out there Um, By the name of David Bedil and Frank Skinner You would have remembered them if you were a big fan of the um, pundit shows Out there in the mid-90s But this one is called The Three Lions It's actually dedicated to um, Euro 96 instead of the World Cup But um, we'll let that one go to the keeper Thanks for joining me on this one. Hope you do have a good next couple of weeks without the love bug. Please don't miss me too much. If you do, don't forget to um, drop a few tunes, uh, drop a drop a f- dedication down there on the Facebook page. But, um, yeah, have a good one, and I'll catch you next time. Have a good one, Alice Springs and Tenor Creek. Peace.